Will you pray with me? Father, we worship you for your great love. Your love for us through the gift of your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for revealing to us the truth of the gospel. We praise you, Lord, for your grace. We praise you for your mercies, which are new every morning. You have granted to us all that we need for life and godliness. And I pray that our hearts would glorify you. Glorify your name through the study of your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Our passage today is Ephesians 2, 1 through 5. As a part of our communion message today, I want us to be reminded of God's love for us. So let's look at Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 5. Please read with me. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you formerly walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them we too all formerly walked in the lusts of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you've been saved. How do we wrap our minds around the mystery of God's love for sinners? Think about this with me for a minute. We were dead in our trespasses and sins. We were sons of disobedience. We walked according to the course of the world and formerly lived in the lusts of our flesh. We indulged in the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature children of wrath. As believers, we know these truths. We know that we are sinners And we know that our sin stands as a barrier between us and God. We know that the wages of sin is death and that we are helpless and hopeless without a Savior. We also know that there is none righteous, not even one. We have learned uh, and seen in Romans 3 that there is none who understands. There is none who seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become useless There is none who does good. There is not even one. Not only is there none righteous or good, Paul tells us in the book of Titus another detailed description of what we once were. Foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various lusts and pleasures, spending our life in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. This is the bad news, the bad news of who we are without Christ. It's who we are without God's love. But there are two very powerful words in verse 4 of our passage today that move us from the wrath of God to the love of God. Look again at verse 4. But God... 
But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you've been saved. God has made a way of escape through the death of his son. Because of his great love, he made us alive together with Christ. God does not love us because we are lovable or we deserve his love. He didn't save us because we showed some potential or because we had done some good deeds. No, God tells us in Titus 3 that he saved us not on the basis of deeds, which we had done in righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration and the renewing by the Holy Spirit. To understand God's love for us, we must know something about the nature and the character of God. And nowhere is the love of God more clearly revealed to us than in the gospel, the good news. I heard the gospel for the first time on June 26th, 1993. I experienced the love of God when my eyes were open to the fact that Jesus went to the cross for me, for my sin. His humbling act of great suffering and death to save me caused me to weep over my sin and to cry out to him for forgiveness. He heard me. He rescued me. My life changed that day Everything the way that I, about the way that I lived was different. He transformed my heart, my life, and my home. For the first time in my life, I could see and know and understand who God is. Because Christ died for us, our sin, had, our sin has been paid for, and God, who is just and holy, can now forgive. Forgive us. Our sins, when we accept the finished work of Christ on our, on our behalf as payment for our sin. His love, which he demonstrated toward, toward us on the cross, is just the beginning. When we place our trust in Jesus as our Savior, God makes us one of his children and heirs with Jesus to his kingdom. He comes to dwell within us through his Holy Spirit, promising that he will never leave us nor forsake us. No matter what we go through, his love is there and is forever available to us. He is our rock. He is our fortress. He is our deliverer. As we share the bread and the juice this morning, please remember God's love for you that you were chosen before the foundation of the world, predestined to adoption as sons and daughters and are now children of God, no longer slaves to sin. We are sealed in Christ with the Holy Spirit of promise who has given us a pledge of our inheritance. If you are here today, and have not been transformed by the blood of Christ, we ask you to please let the bread and the juice pass you by. This is a time for believers to remember.
the great sacrifice that was made on our behalf. We want you to know that we are glad that you were here. We pray that God would open the eyes, your eyes, to the truth, and you would desire today to become a follower of Jesus Christ. Please do not leave today without talking with someone at Grace Bible Church. We want to talk to you about the gospel and what it means to repent and believe. Men, come in service. You may take communion on your own, and then I'll close this time in prayer.